0: It was a Friday night in Sammy's house and Sammy's mother and father were sitting at the Shabbos table smiling because it was Shabbos. Sammy's brother Chaim was sitting two seats over from his father and he was smiling because it's Shabbos and because there was soda on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy was sitting four seats over from his father and he was smiling Because it was Shabbos and he was going to get the soda first. And Ellie was sitting on the other side of the table next to his mother. And he was smiling because his mother had just given him about 10 candies for staying over the Parsha so well. And there were a few guests at the table, some of them sitting next to Sammy's father. Some of them sitting farther away. And they were really having a wonderful, wonderful time. They had had Kiddush. They had eaten their challah. They had eaten some fish. And now it was time to serve the soup. Now as you probably know by now, in Sammy's house, the way the suda goes is the kids are the ones who serve The mother and the father sit by the table. The father like a king. The mother like a queen. And the children, really mostly Sammy and Chaim, sometimes Ellie, go into the kitchen and they serve the course. They clear the table. And once in a while, if something is very difficult, then Sammy's mother would go inside and help. It was time to serve the soup. Now, in the past, there have always been challenges when Sammy's involved in serving the soup. When it came to Rosh Hashanah, the soup, soup serving took a long time because Sammy was busy making sure that he got all the A's in his bowl so that he would be able to make sure to have get A's in school and that Chaim got all the F's in his bowl so that Chaim would be able to get all the F's. When it came to a different time and there was a Shiloh about the souping inside the... The oven and being opened and closed from the oven. And Chaim and Sammy together were going to serve the soup. And Chaim opened the oven to take the soup out. And Sammy closed the oven on Chaim's hands. (laughs) So they had come up with a different solution. Now the soup was made in a special soup terrain pot. A special pot, kind of like a chullen pot, that they made the soup in. And they were makbid not to serve soup with alphabets in it, with alphabet noodles. They didn't serve matzah balls either because, well, let's just say that when Chaim and Sammy one time decided that at the Shabbos seder, across the table from each other, was the opportune time to play ping pong with a matzah ball, <laughs> that made it clear to Sammy's mother that she could not serve matzah balls, especially when guests were here. Because that matzo ball that they played ping pong with ended up smashing all over someone's face. And the guests never came back. And so they served plain chicken soup, maybe with a little bit of carrots, a little bit of celery, maybe some parsley, sometimes a turnip or two. And it was Sammy's turn to serve the soup. Chaim sat at the Shabbos Suda telling his father a Givaldic divartera that his Rebbe said in class and he was using both thumbs and two pinkies to make the point of how gewaldic this divartera was and Sammy's father was arguing back on the divartera Sammy's mother was sitting and quelling and shepping nachas while Ellie took a few more jelly beans from her pocket when she wasn't looking <laughs> And the guests were sitting there, most of them not really understanding what Chaim was talking about as he used all these yeshiva terminologies. But they nodded their heads as if they did. And when Chaim said, so it's a good kasha, you see Tati, you see Tati that this is true and you see that Tati what you said is maybe not so correct. And the guests nodded their head, right, right, yes, yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sammy's in the kitchen. And after five minutes go by, Mrs. Sammy, Mommy, calls into the kitchen. Sammy, is everything okay? Yes, Ma. Is it possible to bring the soup out? I'm having some trouble. Would you like me to help? Um, I guess, I guess, uh, maybe. Uh, let me try a little bit more. And Sammy's mother and father sit at the table for a few more minutes and they wait, but it isn't coming out. Sammy's mother stands up and Chaim jumps up and says Ma, Ma, please you're a queen today, you're a Malka the Shabbos Malka says you it was to you that we sing Eshes Khail. I'll go in and help Sammy <laughs> and Chaim goes into the kitchen and he sees Sammy standing there with what's on your feet? they're the mittens the mittens? yeah, you know the mittens to make muha things? Why do you have gloves on your feet? <laughs> Na layim go on your aglayim. Shoes go on your feet. Oh. Well, the reason is because I have to take the pot off the stove to serve the soup. Because the fire is on on the stove. And if I take the soup out from the stove with the fire on, with a ladle, then it's a shila of bishel. That's what I already said. So I have to take the pot off the stove. But my Rebbe said that a pot is mukta. And since a pot is mukta, I have to move it in an unusual way. And my Rebbe said, if you move it with your feet, if you move mukta with your feet, it's no problem. Chaim said to Sammy, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. Every Shabbos we serve soup. Every Shabbos I take the pot off the stove. Or Ima takes the pot off the stove. And puts it onto the table or onto the counter. And we serve soup. And we use our hands. And all of a sudden you have to use your feet? And Sammy said with a very serious look on his face. He said, Chaim, Yes? Did you go to Shul on Yom Kippur? Of course! Did you say, Ashamnu Baganu? Yes. Did you say the special added, added things that some people say? Like when they say, Ashamnu, they say, "Achalti Devar my eight forbidden things? I think. So when you got to Ches, did you say, Chilauti Esa I desecrated Shabbos? Um, probably. I hope you did because unfortunately if you served soup like that I just heard from your just this week in school that that's desecrating Shabbos and I feel bad for you and mommy that that happened and I'll have to talk to mommy about it later but really the only way to do it is using your feet so if you could do me a favor I'm going to practice standing on my hands <laughs> and after I do that I'll move the soup Did you ever stand on your hands before, Sammy? No. But I'll practice. I'll learn it. I think this is how you do it. And Sammy got down onto his head, put his head onto the floor, and started to pick up his hands, and put his hands, I mean, put his hands on the floor, and started to pick up his feet, and he tried to stand on his hands, instead he did a somersault, and he crashed into the table, and all the china placed on the table that was there for the next course to serve the chicken, all of it started to rattle. One plate fell off onto the floor, and cracked and shattered. And Tati called from the dining room. Is everything okay in there, boys? Um, yeah, Sammy just did a somersault. <laughs> What's he doing doing somersaults in the middle of the Uh <laughs> It's a little complicated. Oh, Sammy tried again. And this time he actually somehow did it. He leaned against the wall with his body. His head touched the floor. His feet and his body were against the wall. And he was actually leaning against the wall. He was actually having his feet in the air. He said, oh, perfect. I'll go and lean against the stove, put my head right by the bottom of the stove, lean my body against the wall of the oven that's by the stove, and then I'll be able to use my feet, slip them into the handles of the soup pot, and I'll be able to move the soup pot off of the stove. I'll do a somersault, and I'll get the soup onto the table. (laughs) Chaim looked at Sammy, and he said, Sammy, I think it's a bad idea actually oh, no. I changed my mind oh it's a good idea no I know it's a bad idea <laughs> look Chaim it's my turn to serve soup I could serve it how I want well what's going to happen is I'm going to yell that so Chaim go back into the dining room and you go sing some Zmiras Okay? And I'll serve the soup. Chaim Chaim said to Sammy, All right, but I better not get in trouble. Chaim went back to the dining room. Tati was in the middle of telling a very funny story about how when his car broke down that that week because he ran out of gas in the middle of the highway and everyone was beeping him and he couldn't drive. It was a very funny story. And Chaim came back in and Chaim said, Ta, c- can we sing some mirrors Sure. Can we sing them very loud? Because I think we're going to have to drown out some sounds. Okay, no problem. And they sing, start singing, of course, the most important song to sing on Friday night, which is... I don't know how to sing this song. But anyway, whatever the song goes. And then, and Sammy, and Sammy's in the kitchen. And he leans against the oven... Gets his feet up. He slides one foot into the handle of the soup, the other foot into the handle of the soup. As he's standing there on his head with his feet inserted into the handles, Sammy begins the delicate job of sliding the pot off the stove. And then he remembered something. He remembered that his Rebbe said, that l'chatchila, the best thing to do when you're dealing with muksa, is to knock the muksa off. Now, Sammy kind of forgot that he was talking about when muxa is on something not muksa, not when something not muxa is in something muksa. Sammy realized that it's not enough to move the soup with his foot. He has to knock it off and so Sammy musters up all of his strength and he pulls his feet forward as fast as he could to try to make the soup pot which is usher because it's mukta because you use pots for forbidden things like cooking to make it fly off the stove Not that he's going to carry it with his feet, but he's going to knock it off the stove onto the kitchen table and maybe even get some of the soup to land in the bowls without having to serve it with a ladle. And he uses all of his energy to bring his feet forward together with the handles of the soup pot. And the pot does slide off the stove. The pot does slide, Baruch Hashem, past his upside down head. And that's where the pot decided that gravity is more important than the kitchen table. And the pot went over his head, turned sideways, and began to expel all of its juice onto the kitchen floor, coming to a rest, upside down, empty on the kitchen floor with a loud clatter. Sammy stood up and said, Ah, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> I didn't desecrate Shabbos. Who but his parents, get... his mother and father, who heard the loud sounds, each came running to the kitchen, followed, of course, by Chaim, who ducked underneath his parents to see what was happening. And Ellie, who ducked underneath his parents to see what was happening. And one guest who stood out on chair to see what was happening. The other guests who stood on chairs to see what was happening. And all of them looked at the mess in the kitchen. And Sammy looked up with a smile and said, Soup is served in the kitchen. I have straws. Need- yeah. Needless yeah. to say, next Shabbos, Sammy was not the one in charge of serving soup. After they cleaned up the kitchen floor from all the soup that was rolling around, Sammy's father took him upstairs to help him change. Because although the pot cleared his head and did fly past his body, when the soup splashed onto the floor, it flew back up. And his shirt now had a yellowish color. Sammy, his father said, as Sammy took off his old shirt and his father ruffled through the closet to find his new shirt. Sammy, Chaim explained to me what you were thinking and why you thought you had to move the pot in a funny way. But you see, Muksa machmas iser, the pot is used for forbidden things, is allowed to be moved regularly, for the purpose of its place, or the purpose of itself. So if you have food in the pot, and you need to move it because you need to get the food. That's a hundred percent mutter on Shabbos Kodesh. However, something that is Mukhtza, Machmas Chisaron Kiss? Something that is Mukhtza because it's very super valuable cannot be moved at all. Uh oh. What's the matter, Sammy? Ta? Yes? Will you bring me my food in my room? You don't have to stay in your room, Sammy. Don't be embarrassed. It's okay. Everyone knows that sometimes people do um, make mistakes, and and especially everyone knows sometimes that you make some unusual decisions. Even our guests know that by now. Don't don't worry. You don't have. To. You can feel feel comfortable coming back downstairs for the suda. That's not the problem, Ta. No, no, I, I can't come down. <sighs> you mean because Haim's going to be going to be mean to you? I don't think you have to worry about that. I know that sometimes Chaim sometimes maybe perhaps has a way of showing his brotherly love that maybe maybe makes you feel a little bit bad sometimes. But that's what siblings are. Don't don't worry. Come downstairs. But I can't. I can't. Why not? Because the Torah doesn't let me. The Torah doesn't let you come downstairs. What do you mean? Tati, Tati, Tati. Is it possible, Tati, that Tati, you just said that I can't go downstairs? I never said that, if anything, I said the opposite. I said you can come downstairs. You don't have to be embarrassed. I I, I and, and I'm just gonna uh, wh- wh- I, I'm not even gonna patch you, just come downstairs. Ta- thanks for not patching me. But but listen, I can't come downstairs. Why not? Because Tati said that mukta machmas kiss, something mukta cause cause it's valuable, you're not allowed to move at all, right? That's right. That's right. You can't move it at all. Oh, I know what you're thinking. You think because you're a valuable boy, and we tell you how special you are and how of you are. That's probably why. Uh, no, I, I, that's not why. Because 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 I know that I, I I know you know plenty of people tell me that I'm not so special, I'm not so of like Chaim and Avram Abr, Just what's the problem? Tati, does Tati see my Yamulka? Yes, that's a beautiful yarmulke. It has your name Sammy, embroidered on it. And it has sequins on it. The mamas look like diamonds. That's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous yarmulke. It's got a black panel and a gray panel and a blue panel and a green panel. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's the problem, Tati. My yarmulke is beautiful. So what's the problem? They have a beautiful yarmulke. You can't come down with a beautiful yarmulke. Ta. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll take your yarmulke, and I'll give you one of my black yamukas. Tati, you can't, it's usher. What's usher? To take my yarmulke. Oh, I- I'll switch them right away like the of my pun, and You won't even have a second without a yarmulke on your head. That's not the problem, Tati. The problem is, it's mukza. What's mukta? My head? I mean, your head? No, 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 no. My yarmulke is mukta. It's mukta. Machmas kiss. It's mukta because it's so valuable. What are you talking about? Mommy told me that this yamaka was very expensive and if I lose it or if I ruin it she's going to be really upset because it's so very expensive to buy this fancy yamaka. That's what she told me. Well, if my yamaka is so expensive then I can't move and Tata, you can't take it off my head. Sami's tati twisted his yamukah on his own head, covered his eyes, trying to think of what to answer. <sighs> ah! 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 I don't know halakhically if that what you're saying is true. But, even if it is, you're allowed to move any type of muktzah. if you want, you can move it, yad, with the back of your hand. Kinda of like that. Oy. The back of my hand? No, it doesn't really mean the back of my hand. It means your body. You can move with your body. And and your yamuk is on your head, so you're not even moving it with your hand. Oh, you see? Mm tati, that's interesting. Very interesting. Okay, fine. Hashem. Alright, so I can move. There's one more type of mukto that I need you to know about. By this time. Sammy had his new shirt on, happily walking down the stairs. Every time he felt the need to touch his yamuka, he carefully put his hands down. He kept going up to his yamuka as he went down the stairs because, well, Sammy liked to go downstairs kind of quickly. And sometimes his yamuka fell off, but here he couldn't touch his yamuka So he kept almost touching his yamuka and putting his hands back down. And finally he came down to the bottom of the steps. And his father said, Sammy, one more, one more topic of mukta I need to tell you about, because I said you're allowed to move litzaroch gufo litzaroch for its place, mach sister like a pot, like a pen, like a hammer, and you cannot touch anything or move anything that is worry you're worried about its value. Like we said, the Yamuka. I mean, I don't want the Yamuka, but we said like like valuable papers and like a valuable a valuable tool. But there's another kind of muqtza called muqtza machmas gufo. Muqtza because it has no particular value. Just then, Chaim walked in the hallway. Just as his father said, muqtza machmas gufo means something that's muqtza because it has no value. Ah, Chaim said, that's why... Sammy, I can't play with you this Shabbos, huh? Because you're Muksa, You have no value. <laughs> Chaim, that's not appropriate. Go to your room. Ta? Is it possible that that's not fair? Why not? You just said something insulting to Sammy. I didn't say something insulted. I was trying to. Chaim, no wise cracks. Go to your room. Kaim made his way upstairs. Just as Sammy asked his father, Ta, what's an example of something that has no value or no purpose? Muksa, machmas, gufo. And his father said, a stone or some dirt or some money. Tati, money has no value? Nope. It has no purpose. Tati? Yes, Sammy. Are you going to go back and sit and learn in Cairo for the rest of your life? What do you mean? I have to make money. But Tati, I thought money has no value. I thought money is no purpose. Oh, Sammy, you're asking a good question. But you know what? I think they're up to the chicken. And I'm really hungry. Come, let's go eat the chicken. They went into the dining room. And the guests ignored Sammy. And Sammy sat down. And he began to eat his chicken. And Baruch Hashem, the rest of the Suda went smoothly.